Hello and welcome to Fertility Springboard, the podcast series brought to you by Fertility Help Hub. I'm Eloise, founder of Fertility Help Hub, and over the series I will be bringing you conversations with some of the most influential and inspiring professionals and experts around the world to arm you with useful and empowering thoughts and resources to ease your fertility journey. And don't forget to sign up to the newsletter to make sure you don't miss out on anything. It's packed full of inspiring interviews, resources, discounts and offers, competitions and real life stories. Today, I'm delighted to welcome my guest, who is Kevin, who is a fertility blogger around male infertility and has a page called Them A Man Cave. Welcome, Kevin. Hiya. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. And um, yeah, I'd love to hear a bit more what everyone listening would love to hear more as well about your story. And then we'll talk a bit about the emotions um, that you face during your own personal journey. So about seven years ago, me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, we were trying for a baby, as, as you do, and um, we were getting a bit frustrated. Uh, so, so decided to go to the doctors to see if they could help us. Me and my girlfriend, we both had a test then. Uh, she was fine, but I had to have a take a sperm sample, sorry. Um, I thought, no problem, get it done. Uh, a day or two later, I came back that it was, um, it was low, a low, a low sample, so I had to go back down again. So during those couple of days you're waiting for your result, were you concerned that there might be a problem? Did you have any suspicion? No, not really. I felt a bit confident, to be honest. When I was yeah. a bit cocky, I felt, oh, no problem. I, I, I couldn't see a problem because we're such a big family as well. Yeah. So when, when they said it was, a, it was a low sample, I had to go back it down again. And to be honest, I thought the same again. I thought, all right, no worries. It might have been a mistake. So went down again. So there was some sperm, but just not a large amount. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And what about the mobility of the sperm and things like that? I was, it was just classed as a low sperm count. So I had to go back down and have a second sample. And it was, the second sample was exactly the same. That must have been so devastating. It was, it was, it was to be honest. Um, I got referred then, later down the line then, to a, to a, a surgeon and a consultant as well down the hospital there would be a procedure to retrieve the sperm, mm-hmm. which, which uh, it, was, it was a bit daunting, to be honest, a bit nervous. It, it, had, it had to be done. And was that, was that um, micro-teasy? Did you have sperm, did you have your testicles basically dissected or was it a different type of retrieval process? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the, the other one you just said then, sorry, yeah. Right, okay, that's the one my husband's had as well. So a pretty, a pretty tough operation and a big recovery time as well. Yeah, it was, yeah, and it was the same again. I thought no problem because it was uh, like a big family and thought oh, it would be just, just a blockage because they were talking about blockages and I was confident, the doctor was confident as well. He reassured me that more likely it would be a blockage. So I went in for the operation and um, I remember coming out to theatre and he, he said the operation was successful. But Was, was successful? That's what, that was his words. He was like, you're successful. I thought, oh, happy days. But he was like, the operation went well, but we didn't retrieve enough sperm. Oh. Or retrieve any, uh, retrieve any sperm. It was the words he used. It was, it was like, oh. Could have worded it better. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Success, you think, well, great, we've got sperm. Yeah, 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 exa- exactly. So, um, yeah, that was another heartache to go through. But 
looking back, I think I was naive. I, I didn't educate myself. I didn't know a lot about the old procedures. And I don't know, maybe looking back, maybe I should have. Or it was all new experience, a whole new experience for me, like and, and my partner at the time. Of course. And did you have this operation done on the, on the NHS? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. And um, did they advise you to look at getting donor sperm ready at this point in case the operation didn't work? No, nothing, nothing at all like that. That was basically, I had the operation, come out of hospital. Uh, I think it was a few days later, a week or so. Went down to the hospital and um, he gave me the bad news. It was basically, is only um, donor or adoption. Is your options next? Wow. And I, I, was, I, I was still in denial again. Like I said, said it before, like a big family. No, nothing in the family at all to relate to this. So it was, all, it was an all new process. And and did they give you any reasons why this had happened? Was it had they done tests to see whether it was genetic, for example? That's what he that's what he said to me. It was it was uh, genetics in the genes, which I was in denial yet again because of the family situation. No one had been through it. My grandfather was one of nine. Wow. Um, it was like um, azospermia, they, they they call it, but mm-hmm. it was Sotelli cell only syndrome. Is it? Right. Okay. That's, that's that's what they class it as. Do you know how many men that affects in the world? Not off the top of my head. I know there's quite a lot. Of... Yeah, yeah. So my husband but, um, um, has Kleinfelter syndrome, and that affects around one in 660 men, which is actually a huge number if you think about the population. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, as you're probably going to go on to say, no one talks about it, and no one prepares you for such a shock. Exactly. And even, like, speaking to my dad at the time, he, he laughed it off as well, like, because... He's old, he's old school and brought up like that. He was like, oh, no, the doctor's wrong. It must be something wrong. And I was like, Dad, he's, he's a doctor. <laughs> he, knows, he knows his stuff. Like, people ask me where the family supported. They, they were all, it was all new to them as well, to be honest. They didn't know how to act and how to react with me and how to take things. Like, That's so, a really good yeah. point you've raised, actually, which, um, which so many of us who have been through a fertility struggle can relate to. People do often say the wrong thing, or maybe it's just that they don't know how, what to say or how to uh, react because they, they yeah. have a, may not have been through it themselves. And also, they're probably mourning, if it's your family, they're mourning the loss of a potential grandchild or niece or nephew. So, it's, um, yeah, it's a really, really hard one to navigate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty much an eye opener. Like, um, you're not prepared for it, are you? Really, like, but as 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 it's gone on, now I've kind of educated myself or trying to. You, you're learning, you're learning something every day. I think personally. So sorry, how long ago was your operation? Seven, six, seven years ago, maybe. Okay. Seven, six okay. years ago. So tell us a bit more about the emotions that came with us once you got that news, and what happened with your relationship, your girlfriend, and and, and after this diagnosis. Yeah, um, fair play to my girlfriend at the time. Uh, she was uh, supportive and helped me get me back on my feet. But uh, after after a while, the relationship broke down over what had happened. I think he was um, it wasn't going nowhere. Um, I think it was mainly I felt like it was my fault as well. I was I was in denial. I was angry. I was upset. And uh, we both went out different ways. To be honest, it was no it was no bad blood. To be honest, if that makes uh, any sense. Had you ever discussed having IVF um, at the time that you found out that you didn't have any sperm? Yeah, we spoke of it, but um, I, like my emotions were, were so at the time, I, my head was all over the place, to be honest. And um, 
it was it was it was a hard time to deal with it to be honest. Like I said, the relationship broke down and um I I carried on in my life. I moved back in with my dad I did at the time. Uh I was drinking a lot, so he was embarrassed to say I was taking drugs at the time. I was sleeping around, I, I was I was in the right state and then um this amazing woman I walked into my life who I call my wife today, Nikki, changed everything to be honest. How did you two I, meet? Uh, we met on a dating site called <laughs> Plenty of Fish. <laughs> Great, but that love was, that. But, but that was a, another thing. I was, I was meeting girls at the time before Nikki came along. And um, as soon as the topic of babies came up, I, I, I blew the woman out. I was, I was scared. I was like, oh, well, they're not going to want to know. And it was the same with Nikki. We went on a first date. And uh, she opened up about uh, she wanted a family. And I kind of like messed her a day or two later saying, uh, I'd like to leave you there. And uh, I think it was in in the matter of a few weeks. I I thought enough's enough, and uh, I mess. I told her everything, and lucky enough, uh, she had me back. <laughs> what did she say when you opened up and told her what the real reason was? She said, "So what? It wasn't matter." She said, "Is uh, is other ways around it? Like I said, sperm donor, donor uh, adoption is is not the end of the world, and it ain't to be honest. It's, it's taken me a good few years to realise it, but." Exactly. Uh, she was right. She was right. And I know, uh, I know I had to keep her from a start. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's one of the things I talk about a lot with Fertility Help Hub because um, I myself have sperm donor conceived children. Um, and there are just so many other options and ways to family build out there that um, whilst these diagnoses are obviously absolutely crushing, um, yeah. as, as you can probably um, resonate with, time is, is obviously a, a good healer and also support, I would say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so where are you guys now in, in your journey, if you like? You guys are married and are you thinking about starting a family soon? Yeah, we're in the process of saving. We are at the minute. But um, we've been together for roughly four or five years. And in that time, we've had, um, we've had two failed attempts on the NHS, one, one IVF. Which we which was failed obviously, and then uh, we thought we'd change it and go through the XC route, and uh, same again that failed. So after that, we decided to have a little break, uh, travel a bit. Uh, we got married, and we're in the process of saving now. Mm. And uh, we're looking. Well, our options are open, but we're looking to go abroad. We are to um, a clinic in Norway. We are. Great, great. So, and is that what's what's the reason for choosing that clinic? Is it to do with success rate, or is it to do with location? Um, we basically, we went to the fertility show in Manchester, uh, two thousand eighteen, I think it was, and um, there was a number of clinics. Uh, they were offering us packages, hotels to stay in Spain, and so on. And it was just this one clinic, this Norway clinic, and um, we really, really agree on something, and we both fell in love with a guy who who spoke highly about the. The clinic out there, so yeah, the art was pretty much set on that clinic. Brilliant. But but this was going back two years ago. We're still in a process of saving, and mm. uh, you never know things might change. You know, you never know. Exactly, exactly. And obviously, this is such a difficult time at the moment with fertility clinics being shut, and also people yeah. being so worried about jobs and and costs and savings and paying the bills. And uh, in terms of the procedure. Was um, IUI ever something that was considered, or, or were you always told that it would need to be IVF with donor sperm? No, we've been. To be honest, we've been looking into IUI at the minute. To be honest, it, um, it's all down to all down to money. But um, like I say we got our heart set on the Norway, but we are we are looking into IUI now at the minute because it's another it's another procedure that we haven't gone through. We've tried the IVF and the ICSI, 
So, yeah, we're open to anything at the minute. And it's slightly more cost-effective, isn't it, to do IUI? Yeah, yeah, true, it's true, yeah. I mean, like I said, we need to educate ourselves on the processes and, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see what happens at the minute. Great. Well, it sounds like you're in good hands with uh, your new clinic. Um, so, obviously, wishing you so much success with that. Um, and have you picked a donor? Uh, no, no, nothing. No, we haven't done nothing. Like uh, we're not that far down the line at the minute. It was all about, um, like I say, we just got married, so we recovering from that at the minute, and we just in the process of saving until we got enough money. Then we then we look further into it. I think. But is that something that you had to look into when you had the previous rounds? That oh yeah, sorry, work? yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. We did yeah through the IVF, and now we had to uh, go through the sperm donor route, which was. Uh, which was fun. <laughs> How, but, uh, so, yeah, tell me about that. Obviously, I've had the experience um, as, as the partner, as the wife, doing it with my husband. So tell me more about your emotions with picking a donor. Yeah, it was basically down the clinic, and uh, they give, we think they give us a website address. We had to go on, and um, we just spent a number of nights going through people, picking, trying to match, match them to uh, us, our characteristics, or hair colour, or eye colour, and... Um, yeah, trying to agree, trying to agree on someone. We had many nights arguing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we 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 done that. We didn't find a problem with that. It was um, maybe the aftermath. Uh, they offered us counselling as well, but um, it was we spoke about it recently. Uh, looking back, that um, the the counselling they offered offered us. It was as a couple where sometimes you feel like you need to speak to someone one on one. If that makes sense. A hundred percent. I know. I know everyone's different, and like. Over the years, I've I've spoken to strangers. I found has helped me speaking to a stranger more than more than my family, which some people might say is silly, but it, it helps me, and I know it helps other people as well. Absolutely. Sometimes, actually, um, speaking to someone who you're not trying to have a baby with can be really, yeah. really therapeutic and helpful. Yeah. Yeah. True. Hundred percent. So tell tell me more about where you are now in terms of what you set up, and that leads on a bit from getting that support. Who are you helping? Um, and tell us a bit more about what that looks like, and also your recommendations for any couples or any men who are going through a similar experience. Yeah, um, basically I've set up a page over on Instagram at the minute uh, called The Man Cave. What's the handle uh, for that? T-H-E-M-C-A-V-E. The man cool. cave. Um, Guys, check it out. Yeah, my uh, my goal is basically to motivate men, save lives, educate myself, and educate others. Uh, basically, uh, I think it was November. I lost two close friends due to suicide. I just thought enough's enough. I thought life's too short, so I decided to open up more now and get everything off my chest because um, it's been six, seven years of uh, being angry and upset, and I just wanted to help others. I um, I spoke to uh, one or two people I know who were going through the same thing, who had the same emotions as me, even the suicidal thoughts, which is terrible to see. Yeah, so basically I set up the page, helping to motivate people. I've had some feedback of people getting in touch. And um, yeah, it's all good. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so confident and driven and passionate about this. Uh, it's, it's not going away like I'm in it for a long time. Like That is absolutely amazing. I think... You know, this kind of support and network is 
so vital, especially for men, because you would probably agree that so much of the focus can be on women. Um, and obviously men need to deal with it in their own way too, whether it's an issue, whether it's unexplained infertility, whether it's an issue on the female side or whether it's male, a male issue, it's very much a joint sport and there needs to be more support out there for men. So I think that's absolutely amazing. What kind of things do you do on your page to support men? Just motivating, seeing uh, certain sayings, just to help people uh, get out, uh, keep keep fit, keep active, exercising. Uh, try try to give up the drink, even alcohol, anything that can work. Basically, is helping me in a sense as well. Like if, if that makes any sense, it totally Don't makes we, sense. We're helping each other getting through. It's like a bit like a counselling session. You could say, you could say like, do I mean? I'm helping people, and they're helping me, but. Um, that's what, it, that's what it needs. It needs people to start a conversation so people realise they're not alone in their suffering. Um, and that's, that's the same ethos for Fertility Help Hub, to get people talking, to get people sharing, um, and to help people on their journey as they navigate through what can be such a mess and such a grieving, grieving process. For, for, me, for me, looking back, I'm, uh, I'm 35 years old, and um, for seven years I felt, don't I mean, angry and upset, and I had to think, why? Why should, why should we feel like this? It feels like I've lost seven years and people should be able to come out, especially men, come out and say, that, say how they feel. I'd like to help more people, to be honest. 100%. Do you get messages from other men saying, this is great, I, we know we need more like this, I feel like I can talk now? I've had, I've had the odd one or two, I'll be honest, but um, the struggle I find is more, is more women populated on social media. But um, yeah, we're trying, trying to get it. It'll, it'll come, we just uh, just got to keep at it. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. I remember my husband um, writing on blogs. He used to write anonymously, but um, it helped him kind of just get his frustration, his anger and his disappointment out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it is. It, it helps a lot. And, you um, know, during, during our first pregnancy, he would often say things like, um, you know, he'd have a bit of a breakdown at a scan and say, well, you're carrying another man's baby. So it did take time to process yeah. and you've obviously had x amount of years to start you know to help yourself heal and start moving on from the news yeah. that you've got so you've kind of got used to what the future holds which i think is is brilliant and you've clearly got yeah. a very supportive wife you women are amazing i was just lucky to find one. Oh. <laughs> um but uh yeah that, that actually was a question that my husband used to ask me he used to say you know if you'd known about this before we got married would you have married me um, so it clearly is, and, and obviously the answer is yes, but it clearly, for me, but clearly it is something probably as a man that you feel you're, you're letting the team down or, you know, you're wanting to provide and create this family and to have that taken away from you must, must feel really difficult. It is, it is. It is an emotional battle, a mentally battle. Um, like I said, if I could swap places with my wife and go through all the procedures and that, I would, but, but um, on the men's side, you do feel a bit helpless, like if you you're just there to hold your hand, but um, yeah, it, it can be tough on times. Well, I think you're doing a brilliant job and everyone listening, um, definitely go and follow the page. I'll write it up too so people can find it. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much as well. And you're doing an amazing job. Keep out there, right? 